Welcome back to Me Versus Myself podcast. This is the fucking third time I try to record this episode, but shit keeps getting interrupted. I keep uh, procrastinating. I keep running away from this episode I've been trying to film for quite some time, man. Uh, welcome to February 2022. Today is February 1st. Uh, cheers to the new month. Um... These fucking dogs. Get him inside, Millie. Come on. Come on inside. Get inside. I'm telling you, bro. They keep fucking interrupting me, but I'm not going to stop recording anymore. Because uh, this is like the third time, seriously, I've tried to record this and Millie comes in or fucking somebody calls me or something. But, okay. This next couple of minutes will be kind of a recap. I guess you can say a recap of what I've, where I've been, what the fuck's going on with Jesus, um, and just in general, honestly, bro, this year I've had a, I, I had a strong, solid January. I'm very proud of the things that I've made clear to myself. Uh, there was a lot of things I've been running from. This podcast being one. Simply because uh, since like October, I've been in this like funk. Uh, not really a funk, I guess it's like I've been healing, but like it's been heavy on myself and I've been breaking certain self image issues I've had. I've, I am looking internally as to why I want the things that I want. I am working on being a lot more honest about the things I feel and I'm working on standing up for myself in ways that I haven't been able to in the past Um, so yeah that's kind of a brief overview of what has been going on I was in Oregon last week with my girlfriend and bro honestly dude like I know there's a lot to say, and, and I'm, for me to say that there, I don't have much to say, it's it's me running from, I don't know, I don't know what exactly it is that I'm running from, but I genuinely, genuinely enjoy doing this podcast, and for a while I felt insecure, and I felt the pressure of, of me not being the person I want to be. And yet here I was kind of preaching to people. I, I was dealing with this sort of dilemma about like, wait, I haven't even done anything like worth worthwhile. Or I, I've, I was telling myself that I hadn't done anything to, you know, it was like I haven't done anything to be like up here preaching or be up here like trying to convince or portray an image of myself that may not be me anymore. Um, so part of me ran away from just kind of recording episodes. I ran away because I felt like I wanted to keep these certain things private, uh, at least while I was going through them, because, I mean, it's like, I want privacy also, but I'm at a place where I need to, like, be more expressive again. And like I said, I'm working on speaking more, uh, more truthfully when it comes to how I feel. Uh, It's very, very normal for me to, like... It's very normal for me to isolate myself. It's very normal for me to run away from my problems and hold everything to, you know, keep everything cool. But I'm at a stage of my life where I don't need to do that anymore. Or I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to stay quiet just because that's the way things are or that's the way things have been. I genuinely, genuinely am working on speaking up for myself uh, in terms of setting boundaries 
in terms of setting boundaries for sure. Setting boundaries is a big one that I've been uh, working on because as a kid, man, I didn't really have much choice. And I guess that's how it is when you're being raised. I don't know. But uh, at least for me, in my, in my instance, it was a very strict, like discipline-ish household. And there wasn't a lot of space for boundaries just because my parents didn't know. And they were kind of just parenting us the way they were parented. And although they created this, uh, I'm not like too mad about it, you know. But uh, there were some there were some instances, and a lot of my sort of demons I could trace back to certain points of time, certain pieces of time. For example. A lot of my lustful desires stem from some incidents that happened when I was younger that I don't really... I mean, I know I'm helping people by sharing this shit, but I don't really want to use or say something that would affect someone else because it also was not their fault. We were kids, but like... You know, there's little little things like that that I've never ever talked about or never ever even mentioned out loud. The past months I've I've had a space to be straight up and I've received strong support from the ones that I love. Uh, my girlfriend being like a big help, uh She's helped me in numerous ways. You know, there's a lot of insecurities I was holding on to from my past relationship. A lot of trauma that I had to get through from the past relationship. And I was dealing with a lot of insecurity because I felt as if I didn't deserve what I have. Uh, And I felt like insecure about a lot of little things that... I had never said to anybody or had always just thought about. I thankfully with my girlfriend I've had the space to share these things and heal and not feel judged or not feel like oh like this changes things or that this makes you see me as less like I've just been accepted, you know, I've been accepted for who I am and I'm at a point where I've accepted who I am and I don't care. You know, I don't care about what anyone has to say about me because truthfully, I am tired of like truthfully, I'm I'm just tired of just detaching. Um tired of a lot of things that I've put up with in the past that I no longer want to carry with me, you know? So thankfully, I've been able to process some traumas I've had. And shout out to Jody Talks. Jody Talks, you put me on that book. Uh, you put me on the book How to Do the Work by Dr. Ann Lembeck. Or Dr. Something. I listened to the audiobook a few times. And that book has helped me look internally about several instances, by Millie, about several instances that have made me the way I am, you know? Um, A lot of the lustful insecurities stem from me, oh, like, I don't know, I feel like growing up, I was always kind of like sexually seeking something like as a kid like as a young person like I remember always having like fantasies or like being like a craving that and I didn't really know what it was at the time you know like I was like as a kid like I was chasing a sensation but didn't really know what that sensation was and it's not until I've gotten older and can look back at 
my consumption of certain toxic things. For example, porn, uh, a lot of like the sexual, like sexualizing women, uh, having lustful thoughts about even people that I'm close to. Like overall, I've dealt with this sort of like lingering thought that either at one point, Maylie, are you fucking staying in or out, mama? You gotta figure it out. A lot of these instances, and for example, when I was a little kid, back to these two, okay, so I'll give some background on these sort of things that I still don't feel like confident or comfortable sharing it with the world, and I know not the, the whole world isn't listening, but yeah, it's still it's still a, a like a harder-ish subject for myself. But as a kid, uh, well, here, okay. So growing up, and for the longest time, I had memories of two events that happened to me, and I guess you can call it sexual assault, but. I know that it wasn't intentionally sexual assault. It was kids being kids, but like, that's not what kids do. But then it's not the other person's fault as to why they were seeking what they were seeking from me. I, you know, maybe I'm justifying it and I shouldn't, but I don't think that they meant harm, you know, it was just kind of like, uh, they were, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what you call it, but I, I remembered these two instances, right, and these two instances, two separate people, and for just, as I've grown up, those two instances have played in my head, and maybe up to maybe like a year, last year, sometime last year maybe, I found out that one of those instances was true, like, one of, like, yeah, I found out that one of the things I was, like, I remembered happening to me was, like, actually happened, but I just, I wasn't sure because there was two separate instances that I was either just daydreaming and I've kept this little mental image in my head for so long, that was, you know, that was what I was thinking, but when I found out that that really happened well one instance really happened it kind of confirmed that the other one happened you know but still I, I mean I, I don't know but uh based on how one of them did happen and you know that led to me constantly seeking like some sort of sexual feeling uh uh like a a sort of lustful drive to feel that sensation like feel I guess what being horny is but like as a kid like you don't really understand what you're doing you don't know it just feels like that's the right thing to do or that's like the sensation you're chasing it always like it led to me always kind of sexualizing people that I'd meet friends like you know like opposite gender friends um, and it was always this, like, constant seek of attention, constant seek of validation, because if I had X girl, I'd get X validation, um, or I'd get X amount of attention, or, and I'd always kind of feel, like, constantly consumed by my lustful, my lustful, visualizations or imagination uh visual yeah visualizations constantly feeling like that and um well it was just like uh like a weird awakening or weird like it was weird definitely to find out that one of the instances was really real and it kind of conf i mean you know i kind of confirmed the other one because if I remember one of them, I'm pretty sure I'm not making up the other one. But how the fuck? Do, you know, no one else knows that. So how? unless I specifically speak to this person about what might have happened, 
Like, you know, like, I'm not going to bring that up. I don't know. I don't know. That's not something. You know, like, if I were to bring this up and then it wasn't like, oh, that's not what happened. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Anyways, though, a lot of fucking traumas uh, were, like, like, it let it, that book led me to look internally about a lot of fucking things. Why I smoke. Why I chase women. Which I don't chase women now because uh, I'm in a committed relationship. But, you know, constantly seeking that. Constantly seeking validation from low self-image. Uh, I've always felt kind of shy, insecure growing up in middle school i wasn't super attractive so i wasn't really like getting girls like that in middle school high school kind of changed but even then it wasn't even like that that many or that much you know it wasn't really it was kind of like average but yeah i've always had these like weird self-image issues because of how i felt internally and to be completely honest with you, it wasn't until I was able to say certain things like that outside, like out loud, that it removed the power it had over me. Like the first time I shared that with my girlfriend, it was very hard because I never shown it. I've never shared it. Uh, I never shared it to anybody. But um, like. I've just been releasing a bunch of, or I've been trying to operate under new paradigms, new paradigms, and I'm trying to kind of start from, you know, like a a new beginning, you know, a, a new a new paradigm, a new sort of mentality, a new sort of operating system, you know, and. That's kind of why I was absent for a while. I felt like I was dealing with a lot of things. And I felt like, oh fuck, like I haven't even done anything. So who am I to be out here telling people what, what I'm going through or what am I dealing with? And it was a dilemma between myself. It was literally me versus myself. And Lily, relax, Lily. It was literally me versus myself. Okay, bye, Lily. Bye, Milagros. It was literally me versus myself for a fucking for the past three months. It's been it's been a it's been a ride to be completely honest with you. I've felt very abs. I've been I've been like not present for the past couple of months. Like in in a way, I have been present, but part of me has been consumed by this like. I don't know. I've I've been cons I've been feeling consumed by my healing journey. I guess you can call it that. Um, but honestly, it's been very great for me to bring awareness to certain things that I've dealt with or gone through. And honestly, having a person to share them with and not feel judged for and feel supported is uh really valuable it's really valuable to me to know that i have a space safe space other than this because this is a safe space for me too but like i said i was dealing with feeling like i haven't done anything so why would uh like who am i to be out here telling people what to do and or how to do it or asking people if they need advice but my voice does matter. My my struggle, my mission is to help people. My mission is to, you know, inspire people. It's to help people. It's to motivate people. And although I may not be, I guess, uh, this guru or this millionaire person or this fucking successful person... I can still share what's going on with me because I still have an impact that I'm making. Even if it's just the 20 
odd listeners that I get on a kind of basis. And I kind of forgot the, 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 the bigger picture, right? And because it's very easy to get consumed by the views. It's easy to get consumed by having to have all these clips set up having to edit all of the like you know it was it was kind of draining for me uh especially because i do it all on my own like i was kind of chasing that youtube algorithm thing where you have to post x amount of videos try to post x amount of like try to separate your video you know like make one video and then uh, from that video make clips of it and Post it on Instagram and, and I was like, dude, like this podcast is my is for me. You know, it's it's at the end of the day, this is my therapy that I have that I've built for myself that you know, like twenty people or so care to tune into. So it's for you guys, you know, it's for, for myself. But it's also the I also do it for the small chance and the small possibility that I can help somebody uh, look internally, feel connected, or feel grounded, or also feel just safe, you know? I really want to focus more on building the community aspect of this channel, because I know I know a bunch of my homies probably watch this or listen to this, and I don't know who. Um, not that it matters who's watching, like I said, but uh, I it does matter to me, kind of, because since it's like a small little community I have, I'd really like to be close and be intimate with the people that care to listen about what I'm going through or what I'm dealing with. And... I've ran away from guest interviews for a long time. I've uh, been insecure. Literally, it's all from insecurities. I didn't want to invite people over because I was insecure of my room or my room studio. Like, who gives a fuck? Whoever wants to come will come. And yeah, like back to what I was saying about myself. Like, I've accepted myself. I've accepted me for all that I am and all that I'm not. And... I just want to give my myself and I'm going to I'm going to give myself and if it resonates with people it does if it annoys people it does if I if by me being myself I bother somebody it's not because of me it's because of how they feel internally um so yeah dude I I've been Breaking out of that limiting belief about me not being anybody because I am somebody and I have experience and I have knowledge and I have wisdom to share and it might not be like I might not be the most successful person on paper but I like you am a human being and as we've done this in the past we come here and we hang out like friends i talk to you as if i'm talking to somebody that i know and i'm sharing my sort of personal beliefs and my thoughts my feelings and the things that i want to pursue and through me bettering myself through me working out through me Dedicating myself to trying to help people or make an impact is the greatest thing I can do because that's my mission overall. My mission overall is to connect people to themselves and also like for people to look internally. Like that's one thing I want for this podcast. I want you to be able to look internally and look be like hey. I want you to be able to look internally. That's like the fourth time Millie went in and out, dude. Uh, but yeah, I want to like let people know that it's okay to feel what you feel and it's okay to stand up for what you feel because that's been one of the biggest things I've learned that it's okay to feel how you feel. Yes, we've been conditioned otherwise to 
maybe pro we've programmed ourselves to either not cry, either to not show emotion, either to not have healthy coping mechanisms, to not have, you know, the internal support we need. But uh, genuinely, I think through accepting yourself, forgiving yourself, you will blossom, you know, and it's like a I guess I don't know how, how I don't know any metaphor. I can't really think of a metaphor right now for it, but uh, something about like I guess you can think about like new soil. You know, I've I've implemented new soil for seeds to continue to grow, and like just the way I feel, and like I said, leading up to today, I've uh, been letting go of the crutches I use to cope whether that's porn whether that's smoking weed poking smart um whether that's you know the long that like lustful thoughts that i used to have i've not only accepted why that that's what that was the reason why they were and i understand that nothing's wrong with me and also that i feel free you know and I feel free, like literally from accepting myself and knowing, hey, yeah, all of the trauma that I've had to go through is my own, but it doesn't mean like it's bigger than me. It doesn't mean it's better than me. It doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean that I'm less because I don't have X thing or I don't have, you know, I compare myself a lot. I was comparing myself to a lot, to a lot of the people in my business courses I've compared myself to success but today I heard a really cool quote and it was like it, it is basically it's like don't it, uh, hang on let me, let me quote it for you it says don't be upset at the results you didn't get from the work you didn't put in and that's a it's a strong hitting quote for myself because it could be it's easy for me to be like hey like i can i can either beat myself up because i'm not where i'm not where i'm i'm not where i'm where i think i should be but yet i didn't do what i needed to do to get where i wanted to be you know so don't be upset at the results you didn't get from the work you didn't put in that is a beautiful thing that i'm carrying with me because it's like yeah i can beat myself up and say, wow, Jesus, it's been fucking two years, three years almost, and you haven't made any progress. Because to be honest, the past three years, I've been kicking it, dude. I've been fucking just, I've been learning about a couple things. I've been making an effort to start a business, but I've never actually committed a extended period of time to really, really show myself that I could do it. And there's things that I have done, for example, jujitsu, where I started doing that almost two years ago in August. And thing, you know, so it I really need to just put the commitment in and do like, you know, dedicate these next five years to building a business and seeing where I want to be at at age 25, because I'm 20 years old. And I turned 21 in seven months. Millie's bugging today, dude. Oh, man. Holy shit, we're spinning today, huh? Um. So, yeah, today... Well, this whole month, I'm letting go of my... Just in general, the future, to be honest, not just the month. I plan to kind of stay clean for a while. One, because well, I turned 21 in September, and it's not that big of a weight, you know? It's not that deep. Because one of the problems I face when it comes to that is having to go through other people to get weed. And, like, well... I don't want to do that, you know? I don't want to have to go through people with, you know? I don't want to have to depend on anybody. That's one of my years, that's one of my year goals is to be self-sufficient, to full-on cover all of my end. 
I'll cover all of my side of the street, you know? And well, thankfully, like I said, I've had to work through these self-limiting beliefs and these dark, traumatic things that happened in my past that I may have just buried or learned to bury. I'm very grateful to be on the other side of that now because I feel fucking so light. And just with my relationship, man, I've been we've been making very like strong we've been making strong um like growth we've been we've been doing so much so good and i'm so grateful for that partnership that i'm building because this is like a a mature real thing you know like this is something that i see for myself something i see for my future so i feel like i need to really really take care of this person and i really need to look after her um and provide for us as a as a team, as a partnership, you know. In terms of our partnership, it's like I've, I'm dedicating myself to the relationship and I'm dedicating myself to working on my business. And there's four pillars that I really, 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 um, that I really want to live by. And those pillars being learning, jujitsu, family, and my business. So these are the four pillars and the four things that I hold dear and make me me. You know, I really want to build a business around helping people learn or join jujitsu gyms. I'm I'm helping people. I'm helping gyms find the people that are looking for gyms to train at or that might be interested in trying jujitsu or trying martial arts and may not know where to go. I want to help people find that and I want to give people the gift of jiu-jitsu because jiu-jitsu has done so much for myself and I want to fucking, you know, if I can be the reason why someone gets a black belt 10 years down the future, okay, we're, we're just going to, we're going to have to, we're going to imagine this right now. So say, right, my business helps somebody join a jiu-jitsu gym. Spiffy Media helps helps Johnny find his jiu-jitsu gym. Johnny falls in love with jiu-jitsu. Johnny, 10 years down the line, 13 years down the line, Johnny gets his black belt. Johnny now has kids. Johnny's kids are learning jiu-jitsu. Johnny's kid, Johnny Jr., Learns jujitsu down the line. Yeah, this is now another maybe another whole fucking decade, a uh, whole uh, decade, right? Decade, deca, ten. Yeah, decade. Another decade. Johnny Junior's kids are now being introduced to jujitsu. Um, and if I can do that for one person, that's fucking beautiful. But I know that I can do it for a, a lot of people. You know, I know that I can help people all over the world, gyms all over the world find the people that are looking to join them. And it's pretty pretty simple like business model. I've been trying to I've been chipping away at this since 2019. But this is the clearest it's been. This is the most fulfilling it's felt. And well today's February 1st and I told myself I'd be operating under these new paradigms starting February so yeah yesterday was the last day we chiefed up yesterday I also took maybe a, oh maybe like a gram on it uh, maybe a gram of mushrooms it was a gram I want to say I just measured it by eye I, I probably filled up I filled up this little baggie with like uh <laughs> like two little mushroom caps and like three stems so and I split that with my lady and we were at the beach and we had a really beautiful experience, you know, really beautiful experience because last week we were in Oregon and we're not even, that was it last week. No, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I was in Oregon, technically one week ago, last, I got here last Thursday. Oh shit. Yeah, I got here last Thursday. 
So yeah, I've been I've been gone for a little bit, and in our in our during our trip to Oregon, uh, which is a really cool it's a cool state. You should go visit if you have not gone. I went to Grants Pass, Oregon. Grants Pass, Oregon is a little bit more like small town countryside still, but I mean, Oregon is just fucking beautiful. Like nature wise, it's really pretty. Uh, it's not, it wasn't too cold when I went. Like it was, it was cold where I would wear two sweaters or a jacket and a sweater. Uh, but that's just probably because California, you know, California is like not even cold. Or it's cold, but not cold like them. Um, but yeah, we went to Oregon. And well, we we just hung out for six fucking days. We went to the beach. We went to a waterfall. We hung out with her sister. We uh, babysat her 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 sister's kid. Uh, so like, it was just cool to like have a glimpse of living with a significant other, because like in past relation in my past relationship, it was more a high school thing, you know, and it's. This is like a different, mature, more, uh, it's like a more mature, more, more mature. Yeah, that's the, that's the right word. It's lemon water, by the way. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, back to Oregon, yeah? We were in Oregon. I was in crutches the whole trip, dude. So literally the... The, the night before the day we left. Right? The night before the day we left. The night before the day we left in Jiu-Jitsu, I kind of activated a tear I had in my knee. I want to say it's my MCL because that's what I think they told me last time, like five years ago when I fell off my bike. So I think what happened in jujitsu, I like stepped and like my knee like buckled. Like we were like kind of, I don't know what we were doing, but we were like wrestling or like standing up, you know? And I remember like stepping and then like feeling like, whoa. And then, well, it kind of just stayed like that. And then there was a situation where I was on the car, I was on the floor in, in guard kind of and my kneecap tends to like pop out after it stays in this position or once I get into this position there's instances where my knee like feels like it's stuck and then I extend it and it like pops and uh, I'm wearing a brace right now still because literally the first day I, I could not fucking walk like it was a bitch and I still have the crutches right here I, mean, I moved them because I was, I was a little embarrassed but look, you see Mr. Crutches right there? But uh, yeah, I was in Oregon with Crutches and like, I don't know, my girlfriend just took really good care of me and it was like, dude, you're the one, shoddy. You're winning. Like, like what the fuck? Why would, why would I jeopardize what I got? Why would I seek something else if what I have is like, ideal you know like it's it's perfect I'm, I'm feeling i feel really connected to this person and i'm very happy with the partnership we're building my you know what it is why it tastes bittery yesterday i had a lemon we had i had pozole yesterday and we put it in the same ziploc bag as like the onions so today when i got out the lemon even though i cut it tastes like onion bro I can taste like a little bit of like or maybe that's just lemon I'm not I, mean, I might be tripping I might just be like sour because of like a lemon but that has like an oniony taste fucking slammed it though <laughs> I've been uh taking some lion's mane mushrooms too lion's mane isn't a well, I guess it is. It's called like a nootro They call it a nootropic drug. So, nootropic stands for like smart drug. Uh, it's not really a drug. I'd say it's more of a like supplement. Yeah, right. That that's more of a supplement. Uh, 
And supposedly it's supposed to help you like focus. It's supposed to help your brain. It's supposed to be really good for your brain. Um, here, I'll look up on Google for you guys. Just uh, some benefits of, of mushrooms. Benefits of, of lion's mane. Oh, but lion's mane mushroom, not the fucking lion. So we're gonna look at, I'll show you, I'll show you, I'll show you. Lion's mane. Could protect against dementia. It's basically really good for your cognitive like health. So like your brain health, it helps you. It supposedly goes really good with uh, like microdosing psilocybin. I have not microdosed in a while, so I can't tell you whether or not it's helping me. I've only been taking it for two days now. Um, supposedly helps with relieve mid mid symptoms of depression and anxiety. May recover from nervous system injuries, like you know, like for example, people that get hit in the head. Example, for example, me, fighters in general, like it's good. Uh, protects against ulcers in the digestive tract. Reduces heart heart reduces heart disease risk. Helps manage diabetes symptoms. Reduces inflammation. Boosts the immune system. Some of the side effects I'll read you too. I don't know how uh, how um, what do you call it? Credible this is. Healthline.com. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be really. It's supposed to be really good for like your focus and like your brain, and it could be fucking like part of it placebo, you know. But I don't, or it could be because I'm stacking it with caffeine. I feel alert. It's only day two. I could be fucking like I could be placeboing myself and be like, oh yeah, this shit's really helping me. But I'm just like caffeined out, you know. But who knows? I had it two times today. I had it two times today. Uh, I had it in a glass of lemon water and I had it with my coffee. Uh, so, and it's not like a noticeable, like, it's not like a, you turn something on and you're like, oh, shit, I'm fucking focused. No, I don't think that's how it works. I think it's like compound over time. It's gonna, it should be good for my brain to just have that supplement continuously coming in. Well, and well, I have a, like three ounces of it. So where is it? Three ounces? Yeah, it's, it's three ounces of lion's mane powder. So... Should be good for, I don't know, like a good month, a few months for sure. And uh, yeah, man, Lion's Mane has been doing its thing. I, I don't know. I want to, I want to microdose, but also I haven't really, I, I, like I said, how I've been feeling lately. I feel really good. Don't really want to depend on like smoking so much. So, cutting that out. Um, and well, I think if I ever really felt the need to sesh or whatever, I can ground myself either with like the lion's mane or I can ground myself with some microdose of psilocybin. Collab with, you know. And it's not to say that I'm not going to chief ever again. Uh, I've just been having a hard time dealing with dependency. So I would rather just kind of be abstinent from it for the moment because a lot comes with me. A lot comes with when I chief, like, for example, I, I fuck with my nutrition. I just fuck with my kind of overall productivity because I'm just seeking this external pleasure. That only lasts a certain amount of time before I'm out there chasing that same fucking stimuli again. Um, so I got to let go of Miss Mary so that Miss Money can come in the door, you feel me? Um, yeah, man, I'm just making, I'm making changes and slowly trying to 
re reparent this younger version of myself and this version of me doesn't need to chief up so much although I I I can say I enjoy it but I've also been led to believe I enjoy it by myself but uh, still you know I think I've told myself that I need this or I need it for a long time and well I've done breaks you know you guys know that I did 100 days off I did 75 days a year before that did 30 years 30 days before that uh, the year before that um, and it's not like I did more things when I stopped doing it but I, right now, I feel like I, I need the clarity of not having to worry about anything. Not having to worry about drinking, not worrying about smoking, not worrying about eye drops, not worrying about where my lighters are at, where is my joint, where is my room danking up, is my car smelling. I don't want to deal with that right now, you know, to be completely honest. Um, so, for sure, for sure, I'm giving it up for the whole month. I don't plan on, you know... Like I said, I don't plan on I don't plan on chiefing up really as much anymore or like on a regular day, I don't feel like I need to cuz sometimes I'm just like I'm I'm having a really good time and then I chief up and it's like why well, would have rather just been sober to be honest. Like I would I felt a lot better while I was just clear-headed, you know? So I need to fight the urges, definitely. I need to, like, mentally decline, like, mentally, you know, prepare to just decline even those around me that I love, you know. I can't feed into it so much, and I can't let it get the better of me. So, yeah. It's fucking crazy how it's been 46 minutes, and I was running from it for a while, uh... But um, this next chapter is uh, it's going uh, it's going it's going big. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be more purposeful. It's gonna be more purposeful, definitely. I'm going to I'm doing just you know I'm I'm chasing fulfillment, and although it's been like maybe a couple of years of feeling unfulfilled this is this is the time this is the time to help other people and by helping other people I help myself and I can help even more people so that's the main vision that's the main goal right now is to like focus on my 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 business building up this system and working at building this company that I, I believe in. Um, I've believed in it for a long fucking time. Spiffy, that logo has been in my head for a while and I want it to be something that means something to other people. And that Spiffy is the avenue in which I will connect people to jujitsu, to martial arts, and hopefully they receive the same benefits, if not more benefits than I that I have had that I've got from jujitsu. And it's been a fucking, it's beat up my body. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I've had a couple injuries. I broke my fucking hand. Uh, broke my bone here. I, my scars healed up. If y'all, if you care. You see the scar? You can see it. The scar's healed. My knee's fucked up right now a little bit. So, fuck me. But, um... It's a rewarding journey. And, well, we have no... I have no choice but to accept my body for what it is and try to prepare it for battle again. You know? Um... I'm back walking okay-ish. I still... I still feel like it's uh, hurting in the same spot internally, but also I've also been kind of stretching it, like removing it, rehabbing it. 
So it may just be like a, a time thing where I need to just let it do its thing. But also not sure, you know, I'm supposed to get an MRI tomorrow. That shit's fucking expensive and my insurance is bugging at the moment. So not sure if I'm just going to postpone it until my insurance can clear me for the MRI or I just pay for that shit, but that shit's expensive. It's like 400 bucks. But I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's me, you know, it's my body. It's my, my leg, it's my knees. So it's important to actually support it in the right way. It's just a little stressful to be injured again. Not going to lie. Um, jujitsu has been tough on my body, but it, I've also gained so much wisdom, so much discipline, so much, uh, confidence that I've been able to slowly get over these other self-limiting beliefs I've held for a long time that I've released, you know, I've, I've entered this new paradigm with new beliefs, new ground, new reasons as to why I'm doing what I'm doing and reasons, reasons as to why I've chosen the route that I've chosen. Um, that being said, it's really cool to be back. I'd like to post an episode every week. I'm going to make that a, uh, I'm going to write that down. So I'm going to post one podcast a week. I do, I want to have posts, I want to invite people over, need to see who's down to come over, and I'll have a podcast recording day, like a, like on a Wednesday or something, you know, have people come over, we'll exchange some ideas, we'll bounce, you know, back and forth, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening, I hope you enjoyed this episode, I hope you enjoyed your last Jan- your January of 2022 and I hope you crushed February and the months to come let's fucking get it <laughs>